0: Show any sign of weakness. Always go for the film. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you Investor's Edge with Gary Kaltbomb. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877 747 Edge. That's 877 747 3343. Here's your host, Gary Kaltbomb. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kalb. I'm your host, A. Thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Wednesday, September 18th, 2019. And uh, we're here to talk about you and all that other stuff. I'd like to talk about the Giants and all that, Manning and all that, and my Knicks are going to have another full year and all that. But, you know, we got other fish to fry. So, uh, A, hope you had a good day. As usual, it's Wednesday. We are pre-taping the show in the final hour. It's 3.31 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time. And uh, since I like root canal and jock itch, may I say bad jock itch, and more than one root canal, uh, better than I like central banks. We're going to be quick. We're going to be quick. So the Fed lower rates a quarter point today, and we can get into all the BS that they say, but it really doesn't matter. It, it really don't. You, you can trust me or not trust me when I tell you they are a bunch of morons. That's all. Government moron slash imbecile slash easy money dolts. And what I mean by that is, and I think I did this yesterday, it used to be where they used to predict what the what was going to happen, and they were always wrong, so they changed to data dependent, which means when the news gets reported, we'll tell you and we'll react to it. But all reactions are easy money, or easier money, and that's what's basically been going on forever and ever and ever, and they taught their brethren around the, around the globe to be worse than us. So they lowered rates a quarter point, and... There was a problem. The market went down. What? The market did what? They lowered rates and the market went down? Yeah, after they lowered rates, the the Dow was down 200, the NASDAQ was down 90. And then the magic words came out. And they are the magic words. And I'm quoting the head of our central bank. They may resume organic balance sheet growth earlier than thought. Anybody want to raise their hand and tell me what they think that is? Organic balance sheet growth. It's printing of money out of thin air the printing of money not not real money just additional money and there has been a default setting in markets forever printing of money equals higher stock prices that was down 205 it's up three as i speak at 334 now we don't make this up you know we report to you the news the market changed when he talked about the printing of money in fact to the minute the market was getting in trouble and to the minute at around 249 he uttered those words and we're now at the high of the day all on printing of money that's what we have come to this is our government a government that prints money that's not in circulation i want you to think about that now it's only not even 1% change 200 points is not even 1% in the market change but it sure helps Now, you all know what I think of these people. I'm very careful with my words. Very careful. You know what I am. I am a free market guy. I am for efficient and effective government. But I am a big, gargantuan believer in the words, we the people. But it's no longer we the people anymore. It is a government takeover of everything. What, Gary, what are you talking about, a government takeover of everything? Well, when you have a government that in the year 2000 spent $1.8 trillion and this year is going to spend $5 trillion, that's what I mean. When a government that used to fight over debt ceilings and deficits that now runs trillion-dollar yearly deficits, that's what I mean. When you have central banks that were just supposed to lay low – and every now and then move a quarter point here and there, but instead print trillions and trillions of dollars and take rates down to zero, absolutely castrating every saver in this country and handing every one of those dimes over to the lenders and the banks that, that caused all the problems in 07, 08, that almost brought the house down. Is it any wonder about how I feel? Is it any wonder how I feel? Is it any wonder... When you, if you just go and study all bubbles and find out all the bubbles came from easy money, yet now we have the easiest money times a jillion. I don't even know what jillion is. You wonder what's the end. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to recommend a book that you all get. You can get it on Amazon, I'm sure. Extraordinary Popular Delusions and the Madness of Crowds by Charles Mackay. I believe they first published it in the mid eighteen hundreds and republished. Go read it. Go read it. Go read about Tulip Bulbs, Beanie Babies, Real Estate in 0708, The Internet in 99. Go read the Weimar Republic of Germany. Go read them all. Because ten years later, they're still at it. And ten years later, what are the outcomes? The 10 years has another $12 trillion of debt foisted upon our backs. $12 trillion of debt in those 10 years. We didn't do $12 trillion of debt in the previous 200 and some odd years. Yet that's what changed the tide in the market today. Again, only a percent. Not even a percent. My bad. We're done. We are not going to mention them anymore. What we will do for the rest of this show let talk about outcome, where the markets are, where the markets lie, but we will have to mention interest rates, which are an outcome of these people, and whatever else. So up next, all of that, and this, that, and the other thing, and much more. I'm Gary. This is The One Only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Okay, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Coldbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome again to Investor's Edge. Thanks for being with us today. Hope you're having a good day. The Market Wrap is brought to you by investment That's Jim Robach, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with a man you're either in or out of the market with proprietary indicators. Go check it out. Investment-Models.com. Now it's 3.42 p.m. Dow is up 24, was down 200. S&P down 1, NASDAQ down 16, NASDAQ 100 down 8. SOX down 2, and let me just say something, at the lows. Well, let's back up. Before even today, before even today, growth has been in trouble. And when the market was getting hit until it turned off of organic balance sheet growth, more printing of money by Powell announcement, they were getting hit hard again, specifically the software. Roku, a leader, down 21 today. Shopify down another four. Carvana down four, was down seven. Shopify was down ten. So they're bouncing back up off of the lows. All the software names were getting hit again, and a bunch of them are still down, but now a few of them are turning slightly green. But what is really... Turn green today are the financials. Of course. Lower the long rates on the short end. You got that? The long end stays, the margins expand, so you got your JP Morgan and your Citigroup up today and some of your regions, but not a lot, they're just green. Notwithstanding it's three hundred forty four and we can be up two hundred by the close. So that's the story. Now I just want you to think about this. Think about this. Think about this. Whenever they lower rates, it gives a gift to the banks and the lenders and takes the money away from the savers. That's it. Think about that. That's it. I want you to think about that. Now, Trump's all pissed off. He wanted more than a quarter point. Whatever. As I have told you, I have Trump fatigue. So I'll do my scans tonight, and i got to look it over, and you'll see some ta- good tales where they were down and they finish up. That's good. We'll see what comes of this. Typically, I'm going to give you a little typical. If they reverse the market up on a Fed day, it goes down the next day and vice versa. I, I have no clue what tomorrow brings. But the big four indices still act fine. Other indices less so. And the Russell 2000s down the equivalent of a 200 Dow points today. Mid caps are down. So you're buying up the uh, larger cap areas today. Now, I do want to mention a few other things here. The transport's only down 136, but they were down two something. Why? FedEx is down 22 bucks today. So the transport's actually given a good account of themselves today. As Union Pacific is up, Norfolk Southern, so the rails are up today off of this news. And yeah, they were worse earlier. Um, since I got the question on FedEx, FedEx has been in the bear market now, FedEx, since uh, January of 2018, with some you know bounces, some rallies, but it's been an overall longer-term bear market. We would just avoid it. That's all. Not much more to say. We would just avoid it, would not have it in portfolios. We're not going to tell you to sell, but that that that's our take, and we've had no reason to turn bullish whatsoever on FedEx at any given point in time uh, over those... You know, since January of 2018, I don't think one time we said to you FedEx turned, worst is over. You know that type of language. UPS is the better name. In fact, UPS was down three or four today. It was only it's only down a buck seventy now. Surprisingly, I would expect it to be down more. Uh, gold was much worse today. I, I would just tell you to still avoid. The GDX is now having trouble around the 50-day moving average. That's the gold socks. While gold. Is still above. I I would just avoid new commitments in the gold right now. Not saying to sell. I still think bullish Um, overall. And the same goes for silver. I, I would just wait it out. What have I been telling you? I think you got some time in here, where gold went too far over a short period of time, and it's got to settle down for weeks, if not more. That's my take on the gold. And you know, every time I say something that's just a little bit, not even negative, but not bullish on gold, I get email from gold bugs. I got gold bugs cursing me out. Dudes, relax. It's okay. If gold's going to go to 10,000 like you've been saying it is, it will, regardless of what I say. And I promise you, if gold goes to 10,000, I'll let you know. And gold's still in an uptrend right now, so you can all relax. Uh, Commodity's not having a very good day. Uh, We've been bearish on most commodity stocks. There was a time Rio and BHP were strong. uh, Not anymore. I think the only name that really has Reliance Steel, RS, that acts great. But U.S. Steel acts like crap. Uh, Let's see, Nucor, nothing happened in there. Tenaris Steel, TS, gross. So we would avoid all those. And uh, another rough day for oil prices. Remember what we told you two days ago? Remember? After that big gap up in oil, we got all kinds of emails. What do we say to you? You don't buy into an event after something's up 14%. Come on. But we also told you we don't know what's going to happen next except no risk. Not N-O risk, K-N-O-W risk. Up next, more on these markets and and whatever else comes in the brain. Thanks for being here. I'm Gary. This is the One Only Investors Edge. You're listening to America is talking. Investor's Edge. you got to be big with that. The crowd is just on his feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary I'm highly recommended. You're going to feel better if you talk to him. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Uh, this segment we will take you into the close. It's 3:52 p.m. Uh, the Dow is down 200 on the Fed. It's now up 20. Yay! Uh, in the Dow, Apple's Apple's been strong all day. Even when the market was getting hit, the most it was down was like 50 cents. Up a buck 50. Boeing up a buck 80. Goldman Sachs a buck 40. J.P. Morgan a buck. Microsoft a buck. Uh, downside Caterpillar's a buck and uh, 3M's a buck and Visa's a buck 40. United Health is two, two bucks. Um, Adobe was down 14 on earnings. It's only down 5 now. Uh, But Adobe's still bearish, as well as most of the software names. What Adobe did do today, it hit the 200-day moving average within 10 cents and bounced off the 200-day. That's the longer-term moving average. So we'll give it that. We'll give Adobe that. A few other things sticking out. Netflix down another 8. We are bearish on the streaming thing right now. I'll let you know if it changes, but here is my issue. Take it for what it's worth. Everybody's into streaming now. And we're now getting a bunch of undercuts. Apple is lower than them, who is lower than them in price. Apple's lower than Disney, who is lower than Netflix. One has to believe, and this is a guess, somewhere Netflix is going to have to. I don't think they will lower prices. I think they'll come up with another package that has lower prices in order to compete with what Disney and Apple are doing. But there's also the Hulu and the Roku and the Blue Blue and blah, 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 Blue and this, that, and the other thing. And I got news. I got DirecTV. They're in trouble. Because I've been with them for ages. I'm getting rid of them soon. A, since AT&T has taken them over, the service is terrible. But I keep looking at everything I have, and then I look at what else I can get everywhere else. I'm going to save 100 and some odd bucks a month. And here's the thing. There's nothing TV can do about it. So I'm calling them in the next day or so, and I'm going to tell them, either you lower my prices or I'm leaving. Which I don't think they can do because their prices are static. They can't negotiate, right? So I think you've got to be careful on anything streaming. And, of course, that's Netflix because they're public. What else is sticking out for me today? And by the way, we're going to close in five minutes where Dow's up 17, was down 200. But the bigger story today is how badly the growth was getting hit again, and they've also bounced. But still, growth overall looks real suspect, even with this bounce. And I will do my scanning after the close and get a better feel for it. What else is sticking out? Well, I mentioned the oils. I mentioned the gold and silver. I mentioned the financials. Uh, I, I don't have an opinion on the financials and their longevity. But they definitely have a, the, the bid right here. The semiconductors were finally getting hit today. When the market turned, they bounced up and they're basically flat. Watch the semis. They will tell the tale. They're hanging in there. It's a simple story on that, that, that end of the, the game. I'm being asked about Beyond Meat. I don't know why, but I am. I think it's dead money now. That's all. And it better not break 140. I think the stock's probably worth 30. That doesn't mean it's going to 30. And they can sign new stuff. But there's lots of competition. They're still losing money, and valuation's still an absolute joke. After the drop, the valuation's still almost $10 billion, and they already had to do one secondary. I wonder whether they're going to have to do another secondary. That's that's not a prediction. It's a question. I just nothing. As long as it's trading below the 50-day, there's no reason to even look at it. I get asked about Lyft and Uber every day. There's no reason to even look at the two. They brought them at re- public at ridiculous valuations. We told you that from day one. And yeah, you can trade them. And yeah, they can provide trades. And yeah, this can happen. But the, uh, overall, they're bearish. Hey, Uber just bounced from 30.5 up to 34 and a quarter. That's going to happen. But they're both in bear markets. And we'd also be very, very careful of a lot of IPOs that have brought out at just ridiculous valuations this whole past year. Culminating with this we debacle. Where, believe it or not, the private equity people in the last tranche was at $47 billion, and they could not even bring this thing out at 10 to $12 billion. And I'm an empathetic and sympathetic guy, but to those people investing when it was a $47 billion market cap on that company, they did not do their homework. They did not do their homework. And as I always say to you, if I gave you a $50 bill, you're going to give me back 100 Seriously. Well, that was that on just a big grander scale. By the way, I forgot to mention something on Netflix. They're paying zillions of dollars to get Seinfeld. For five years, zillions of dollars. So you can watch Seinfeld. Do they know Seinfeld's still on TBS and TNT? Do they know that every Seinfeld episode I've DVR'd and have saved it, and never have to go on Netflix to watch it? But they're paying billions of dollars for Friends and Seinfeld. I wonder. I just wonder about that too. I really do. On the that front, and and who am I to question Netflix on what kind of how big a company they've become throughout the years? I read a story that. Uh, Netflix offered to sell themselves to Blockbuster at $50 million and was laughed at. So who am I to say? But we're dealing with the present, you know? I'm allowed to deal with the present, right? I think they're insane on the, things, uh, the price that they're paying for all this stuff. Absolute insanity, if you ask me. I, I believe it's a bubble. I believe there's a bubble in content. And I don't know, take your time and read what they have spent on uh, these comedians just doing a couple of specials to be on Netflix. Really? 20, 30, 40, 50 million dollars? I, I think it's insanity. I believe that's a bubble. We'll be watching it with you. Every bit. All right, market closed. Dow 36s 36. and 1. NASDAQ down 8. <laughs> Socks up 1. Dow was down 200. NASDAQ, I think, was down 80 or 90. That was the day. Off of all changed when the dude said that they can print money. That was it. Not even that they can lower rates even more. When he said they can print money, that's what did the trick. That's what it's come to. And that's that. How's that for your market wrap? And I can't wait to scan this. And just so you know tonight... When I do my scan, I completely forget about the Fed saying anything or doing anything today. I completely forget why. Price and volume pattern, everything, noise, last. Up next, we'll wind it up, and then we're gone. I'm Gary. This is the one and only Investor's Edge. You're listening to... What are, what are we waiting for? What are we waiting for? One, two, ready, now! go. In investor's Edge, with Gary Kopa. Once again, to Investor's Edge. So the overrated, imbecilic morons at the Fed uh, now uh, see that the markets were getting hit and decide to use the words that they'll, paraphrasing, will print money organically, which means they don't even have to wait till rates go to zero. They can just decide to print some money tomorrow. But what I really want to talk about is Elizabeth Warren because she's moving up in the polls and they say that there's excitement surrounding her and she is getting a lot of people showing up to see her in rallies. Uh, Bernie Sanders heading forward. Uh, south quicker than uh, the giant season so we really don't have to worry about bernie sanders anymore and if you watch the last debate bernie sanders looked like do you remember the indiana jones movie where they were looking for the holy grail and at the end of the movie they the bad guy picks the wrong grail and drinks from it And all of a sudden, his eyes go bugging out, and his hair starts flopping. And then, of course, he turns like 500 years old and whatever. But the beginning of his turn with his eyes bugging out and his hair, that's what Bernie Sanders looks like. But more importantly, sounds just completely, you know. And I think that hurts him. But you know what else hurt him? Do you know when his poll numbers really started to get in trouble? When he said the Boston bomber should be able to vote. That usually can do the trick. Anyway, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, I don't watch Stephen Colbert because I don't think he's funny. I got nothing against the guy. You know, we all like our comedians and that. I don't think he's funny. And he changed his show that wasn't doing great ratings to to a I hate Donald Trump fest. And that's when his ratings went up, even though he used to have Trump on his show kissing his arse. So for ratings, now we hate Trump. But besides, uh, he had an, a random act of journalism, Colbert, and asked her about uh, raising of rates. A raising of taxes uh, for Medicare for all. And Elizabeth Warren would not answer the question. And to Colbert's credit, he actually asked again and asked more specifically, and she would not answer the question again. And let me tell you why. Authoritarian, socialist, Marxist dictators have to lie and have to con you. Now, she's good at conning because she conned everybody on our heritage to make a bunch of money and stuff. That was a big fraud and a big lie. But that was yesteryear. year, we have to worry about her now. So let me explain what she said. We should worry about costs. And what she's trying to say is, without saying it, yeah, you're going to pay more in taxes, but we, the government, going to give you more because this is going to be free and that's going to be free. But therein lies the con. The con. The con. It's never free. Nothing's ever free. And all this talk about no deductibles, no copays, and no premiums, that means everything you do medical-wise, it, you don't have to pay for after they tax the hell out of you. So when the act of getting service medically, you don't pay, guess what you tend to do? Well, read up about the shortages and the wait times in the National Health Services in the United Kingdom. Read about it in Canada and elsewhere. And also read what the taxes are in these places. They, everybody talks about Scandinavia and stuff. It's a con. It's a lie. And to have somebody, that Elizabeth Warren, that spends her day pissing all over the wealthy and the producers, who's never created a dime of wealth or a job, telling you she's going to be able to run industry, I don't know about that. And just so you know, she is not – ever. every big industry, every big industry, she's either said they want to take over, shut down, or break up. Education, health care, insurance, energy, technology, autos, you name it. So why on earth she would be popular beats the hell out of me. Except people can be conned very easily by, it's all free. As we tell you, when doing your investing, do your homework on these people. Socialism and Marxism has done one thing throughout its history. It has destroyed the economies, markets, the people, and hope. Seriously, 2,700 miles south of me is blatant evidence. All the policies they are espousing is exactly the policies they put in place down there seriously no seriously so for the life of me the popularity beats the hell out of me free stuff sells you should see the lines at 7-eleven when they have the free slurpy days have a great evening drive carefully when you get home do like we do simple procedure make sure you hug your children night night all This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at Twitter.com slash S-T-O-O-L-A-N-D-E-R.